I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are finally getting to Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, it became available on Disney Plus on Star Wars Day. So that is when we watched it again. Yes, and uh, you had seen it to, twice in theaters, refresh. Emily? I believe so. I believe so, yes. Yeah. I saw it once in theaters and then I watched it again the other day. And uh, my experience didn't differ so much. I feel like watching it on the, the small screen, um, knowing what was going to happen was great, but I still had the same feelings throughout. I'll agree. Um, I A couple months ago when we, we were talking about like needing to talk about Star Wars before all this quarantine stuff kind of happened, we were like, oh, it's been so long since we watched it. We're going to need to rewatch it. The second it started, I was like, I didn't need to rewatch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you but, guys remember, yeah. we we do have fun. we do have other pod other Star Wars podcasts, including our um, infamously like three hour long um, Last Jedi podcast. Um, I do hope that this one doesn't last that long comparatively. Um, uh, I don't think it will. We don't have <laughs> as many guests in that episode, and I don't think we'll be going in as deeply as we did in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how? okay, so this movie starts off really quick, right? It just jumps right into the into the action of it all, um, where we get Kylo Ren um, really, really upset that his girlfriend broke up with him and just kind of massacring a village to find this, like, Sith Wayfinder so that he could go find the source of the Sith. Right? Like, that's how it begins? Yes. Can you remember? How he knew... <laughs> yes. Um, well, no. But, uh, I do immediately have questions. Like, so how did he know <laughs> that, like, to even look for this Wayfinder and that Palpatine was still even alive? Like, how... How um, did that come to be? I think that he discovers that Palpatine is alive. Um, I feel like we needed him to have some kind of quest. Like, J.J. Abrams was like, well, it's been some time, uh, some similarly indiscriminate amount of time between the second movie and the third movie. Um, we gotta figure out something that that will get the story moving. Um, and I think that this was just the choice to to provide Kylo Ren with some kind of something to do immediately so that it gets the story rolling and he sees Emperor Palpatine on Exegol. Right, right. Um, and, and going back to what you said about the movie kind of like starting off kind of quick, I feel like a lot of them do. Um, they're yeah. kind of like just, they're just very quick to the action because it's almost as if, um, like you said, it's like you don't really know what how much time has passed, what's really happened. It's just... We're peering in at 
some point in the rebellion in the war and we're just gonna we're just gonna pick it up as we go along yeah so i mean i definitely thought that this was kind of gonna be the way that the last movie was and it wasn't it kind of, the last movie was it picked up exactly where uh, force awakens left off and that was what was kind of sure. aggravating about it because we just didn't get to see that um, time passed and people's relationships developed kind of thing. So I think with this one, it was nice to have these established relationships that we could see, especially with the main three good guys, uh, Ray, Poe, and Finn, having oh, so much time together to develop their relationship and show their relationship on screen. Yeah, I definitely liked that they got to go on a mission together where I feel like we just didn't really have... Um, in any of the other movies. I really like the bond they have. Mm-hmm. I They seem like really great friends. Maybe some, some tension between Finn, <laughs> but, ju- but just in Finn's mind, between yeah. him and Ray. <laughs> um, um, possibly. So, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think that there is a lot of, like, uh, up in the air, but it, I think their relationship does mirror... Uh, the original series of of Luke, Leia, and and Han. So I think that that's what I really most liked about this third movie. Yeah, lots of parallels. Um, Again, I mean, probably one of my major gripes with with the new Star Wars saga, even though I I really did enjoy the story. I love Rey. I love Poe. I love Finn. I do love the characters that they brought to us. I just always kind of wish that they maybe be a little bit riskier with the storytelling because it just kind of seems repeated to me a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but that's just kind of how, how I take in Star Wars going forward. I just, I just take it as it comes. I enjoy the stories as they're given to me. Um, And I just enjoy the characters because they really are very lovable, very, very great, um, well-written characters. Yeah. And so we, we do get to see, uh, where Ray is now in the beginning of the movie, she's um, on this very woodsy planet, um, very like lush. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, Whoa, <laughs> sneezed. <laughs> at nighttime, sometimes my allergies kick up. Okay. Oh, just at nighttime. Mine's all day. <laughs> um, it's like in the morning and at night mostly. I don't know why. Um, so. Yeah, she she's like trying to practice being a a better Jedi. So she's we see her like floating in the air, trying to connect with her ancestors, um, trying to do her little like jogging around like uh, little. What did she call it? Like it's like a uh, her little course, you know? Um, yeah, she called it some sort of course. And that's when you know at some point. She training does, course or something. Training course, yeah. She, she like, connects with um, her boyfriend on the other end and is, like, uh, he, he gets really mad about something, so she drops a tree on BB-8. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which, has this... I, I do know that before in the other movies, there's always been kind of, like, a people can speak to each other, but has there always been, like, a people can see each other and kind of get... Because I really enjoyed that this part of of this movie where like um if ray is wearing something 
uh, Kylo Ren can see it or he can grab it or the second she hits something, like, he he knows where she's at. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed this aspect of the Force. And I, I actually do enjoy these, like, new elements that they're bringing to the universe with these new movies. Like, there are a lot of very new elements mm-hmm. that I feel like I've never seen before yeah. in previous Star Wars movies, like the Force healing mm-hmm. and... And a bit more of an emphasis on the Force truly being within everyone. Where mm-hmm. I felt like in the original movies, it was very one-sided. You either had the Force or you didn't. Yeah. But they always said, but they always said that the Force was in everyone and the Force was in everything. But they never truly showed it. And mm-hmm. with this new saga, we saw it in children. We saw it in in Finn. Yeah. We see it in in a lot of people, even though it's not fully fleshed out or fully developed, but it's still really great elements to see. And I very much enjoy these new aspects to the movies that they kind of bring in. They make the universe a bit more um, new and exciting and different. Yes. More full, more rich. It's much richer. And we have so many other stories that like have started to develop this world. And that's what, you know, I mean, that's what kind of keeps us coming back. You know, this Skywalker saga is apparently over now, but we have so many other kinds of stories to tell, you know, through through the Star Wars um, universe, and, and it's it's very exciting, you know, including The Mandalorian and the new movie that, uh, the new, like, feature film that Taika Waititi is going to direct. Yeah, I heard about that. I'm so excited to see what Taika's going to do. Yeah, I, <laughs> they... They really open up all these characters to where you could really pick and choose. Like, you could just reach your hand in to any Star Wars movie and kind of, like, pick out a character and just fully develop them from there. Like, we kind of get a little bit into Poe's background and kind of his, mm-hmm. like, what he used to do. Like, I would love to see a Poe series or a Poe movie. Yeah, um, that maybe goes alongside the, the comic book series yes. about Poe would be great. Yes, exactly. I really love that this is this is inspiring stories like this because yeah, we've gotten some really great side movies like Solo and Rogue One that I would love to see more mm-hmm. of. They're mm-hmm. so creative and they're so well done that yeah. I just love that this is really inspiring this sort of creativity within people. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's wonderful to see like Ray's story kind of end as well. Um, but I guess okay, so what happens between so she she's on that like planet where it's like really lush and she's doing her training and she accidentally drops a tree on BB-8. Um, oh, Finn and Poe are taking the Millennium Falcon to go get some information. They were like, like yes. going to some a resistance. Yeah, a mole. There's a mole in the first order and they're trying to get get the message from a spy. Yeah, um, and they go to that ice asteroid, which thing. is so cool. I mean. It's like a massive iceberg in space. Yes. It's so awesome. Amazing. I felt like, especially that sequence where they're like racing through the ice, I mean, didn't it feel exactly like Star Tours? Yes, exactly like Star Tours. It was it honestly really did. so like and I think there is an like a like there was like in the original Star Tours, you have to like blast through the ice, right? Like I'm not yeah. like you do that. So I felt like that was like such a call back to that if anything i mean it was like i mean i'm just thinking about it in that old old robot and star tours that's not even there anymore you know yeah the one that the one that used to drive the ship before it was c-3po yeah so good oh, when man. i had so many times and of course the new one is really amazing as well but gosh that old one was just so classic 
Yeah, and just being able to see Poe, like, fly anything. He's just so mm-hmm. amazing. And mm-hmm. just seeing Poe's face in general is Oscar just Isaac amazing. Like, <laughs> I know, like, I, I really, he's so ruggedly handsome. It's like, everything he does, you're like, wow, <laughs> you know? Can, can he be, like, the next Indiana Jones or something? Like, he's just so God, amazing. So... I need to see. I need to see him in more things. Like I think I think this one is my favorite of the trilogy, just mm-hmm. of this trilogy. Yeah. Uh, just because you get to see a lot more Poe. Yeah. <laughs> like so much more Poe. You get to see even and Poe with the girl uh, Zori Bliss as well, um, who he had like a thing for and watching Oscar Isaac act with um uh with Carrie uh, Russell. Carrie Russell, yeah. And, like, their whole thing was great as well because they didn't really even say much to each other and they just, like... And you could just feel the chemistry between them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Like, I I mean, Oscar Isaac, of course, he, he is... I mean, he's an amazing actor. There's, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. He's, I've, we've seen so many movies with him in it and he's very versatile, so... Yeah, these actors that they have in these... In, in this new trilogy are just phenomenal. Like, like yeah. Adam Driver yeah. is such a presence. I mean, and oh God, I know. And Daisy is just a perfect counterpart to that with just her wonderful mm-hmm. innocence and just her kind of picking up things as she goes along, but still seeming to have a grasp on it. And, and they just have so much fun with these movies. Like there's just some great acting mm-hmm. with some really fun one-liners and they're just, yeah. they're just, they're so wonderful to just watch and rewatch because they're so funny. Like, yeah, I was laughing when, <laughs> when, you know, Chewbacca's like screaming at Poe while he's flying and he's just like, I know yeah. they're behind us. And they're like, and they're just going back and forth, <laughs> like the back and forth of this writing yeah. was so funny. And I just love it so much. It's so humorous. Yeah. And when like Finn and Poe are like, just playing with Chewbacca, they're the little like game on the table in the money Falcon, and they're like, we're, "You're cheating!" And then he yells at them, and he's they're like, "Are you kidding me? You're 170, like 270 years old. Of course you're not cheating. You're just really good at this game." And then he walks away, and they're like, "He's totally cheating." <laughs> yeah, and they just talk over each other. It's why you have to watch these movies again because like they're just so yeah. It's such it's such realistic, like in the moment. Uh, dialogue that like I mean people talk over people like it's just that's just how it is and you have to just try to take it all in but yeah that's why it's great to rewatch these because you just you miss a whole lot (laughs) yeah so we 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 get that it's it's wonderful so they also do the uh the jumping through um dip like the portal jumping yeah, or hyper hyper jumps or something which are very very similar to what we saw in the second guardians of the galaxy Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. This movie felt a lot like, felt like a like the Infinity War of of Star Wars, <laughs> like or, or not not Infinity War, like Endgame, like just just mm. a lot of you know a lot of sad stuff happened, but then a lot of very fun, like really great closing of the loop things happened as well, and we'll definitely yeah. get to that, Alessandra. I know you want to talk about it like so bad right now. It's okay. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, no, I'm taking my time and just going through it step by step here because, like, it yep. does matter to me what happens in between, and you know, it. We need to discuss. You're, you're, like, every you're showing scene. some great restraint, and I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, just bringing everyone together, like all the rebels, and just then that final like 
that final scene at the very end when all the ships arrive and you just have like that Avengers assemble moment. Like I oh, remember yeah. feeling yeah. that when I was watching this in theaters, like, like when they're like, you're not alone. And like Lando shows up with like a whole armada and you're just like, yes, like screaming and like just tears <laughs> down your face. Like, uh, just, yeah, I, yeah, you're, you're saying things that make me, uh, okay, so, like, there are those <laughs> wonderful moments, and, like, definitely they have, like, the impacts, but it's so hard, because when you really think about it too much, then it kind of fucks it up, right? So it's, like, yep, nope, it's yeah. really hard with, with, and I'll just say, I'm gonna say it now, I'm gonna say it again, um, this three, three-part film series here, this trilogy uh, was not made with the end in mind. So it's, like, really kind of stupid because the, the J.J. and then Ryan and then J.J. made it so that all three of the movies are very disparate and they're not really, like, the story's kind of fucked up. So you can't really think of them as, like, <laughs> one through line when they are so different from one another and it's, like, not... You know what I mean? Like, it's, like... Yeah. It's... It's a trilogy. It's not like it's not like in the Marvel movies where you know that each movie is going to have its own flavor, its own feelings, its own dialogue and and pacing um, and tone is going to be different in every single movie because it's different directors. It's they're not really meant to you know interact as a trilogy or you know like it should have been yeah. thought of as a trilogy. It should have been planned out from the very beginning. It should have been organized. Uh, roughly, at least, how, like, somebody writes books that they know exactly what's going to happen, you know? Like, that's what I think would have benefited from this, and they didn't do that. Oh, yeah, no, completely agree. These these three movies um, are, they're very different, and they really don't feel like one continuous storyline. It's just kind of like three separate storylines that happen to be in the same universe. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that's kind of like the way that they are, and it, it does degrade the whole thing. Like, it doesn't, you know, <laughs> but, you know, it does I mean, it does sure, have... if you think <laughs> about it, if you think about it that that hard, <laughs> or if you just enjoy them and go along with the ride like I do, I, well, you know, I don't I, I don't stay up too late at night thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, like, I definitely, like, want to, like, I don't know, like, it's it's definitely hard for me and hard for us as, like, big fans of these to not just pick them apart so much, but, you know, we just gotta enjoy it. We gotta, and watching it again, like, the other day really made me remember exactly why I love these movies so much. You know, I, like you were talking about, the epicness, the emotions that are involved in every scene, and also the, the practical effects and the people who, um bring this this world to life i mean that is it, it is exceptional and i'm getting chills just thinking about it yeah they just have a way of like really i mean just like just like the avengers really i mean they just really have a way of just bringing those very intense emotions out of you and you just can't help but like feel them as you're like watching this go along um but I and you know shout out to the to the puppets and the actual practical effects it, it makes makes Star Wars feel like Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I love the puppets. I wish more movies Babu used Frick. puppets. I think uh -huh. that Babu Frick was so... F Babu freaking cute. <laughs> I just wanted... <laughs> just wanted to hug him. Like, <laughs> so cute. Um, such, such great little characters. Like, they're just so lovable and so charming. Like, I just... Yeah. I wish... 
I wish more movies used puppets. Yeah, it makes a humongous difference having these practical kind of interaction, especially with the the actors there as well. You know, I I rewatched Force Awakens as well, and just watching even Ray interact with BB-8, who's a real life you know uh, robot next to her, um, and her talking to BB-8 as if BB-8 is real. You know, like. It makes a difference in the scene. I mean, I know that actors are actors and they do a great job with, like, fake stuff all the time, but, I mean, seeing it and seeing the reality. Yeah, it's so well thought out. I love whenever Ray, like, like, uh, she hasn't seen BB-8 for a while and she's, like, she's meeting up with him and, like, you know, hugging him. She always, always, like, checks his antennas to make sure they're not bent. Like, do you, like, that's so cute and well thought out. Like, every time she approaches him, she's like, BB-8! And then she, like, tends his little antenna. And it's just so cute and so well, so well thought. (laughs) Yeah, so well thought of of the actor on the actor's part because I'm pretty sure a lot of this might even be... um, I, I mean, a lot of Be the... developed by the I, actors I, I, themselves? Yeah, developed, yeah. So what do we move on to? Um, oh, can we talk about that that uh, that festival scene? Or are, are we kind of like going along as the as the movie goes along? Where did we end up? Poe and Finn just came back from their jumping through the different kind of space. Um, they're doing the, the thing from... Uh, Guardians, of, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and then um, they land and pose like oh my god what'd you do to BB-8 you dropped a thing on you dropped a tree on him and then they're just talking over each other like Emily was talking about um yeah so I was saying like that Ray's decided to um go take some rest or something right she's like Try, like, she talked to, in one of the last scenes we have with Carrie Fisher, she was like, Why, something's been off, I've been feeling really off lately. Um, yeah, she's been doing a lot of back and forth with Kylo, he's kind of been, like, hinting at, you know, I know something about you, and you're not gonna like it, and someone's trying to kill you, and blah blah blah. Um, and, and she's having a hard time reaching out to the other Jedi, uh, mm-hmm. to get, to get guidance, and to get help with, you know, all these things that she's feeling, um, and I, maybe she just wants to help a bit more with the, with the rebel effort, because, like, the second she gets there, Poe's like, we need you, you're our best fighter, like, what are you doing? Um, you know, stop doing whatever you're doing. Um, and I think that's when they kind of talk about, uh, the message from the mole in the First Order was about Palpatine, so now the rebels know about Palpatine, and then they mm, know about these, yes. these wayfinders. Right, so then so they're like, "We need to fighting. go find an. We need to go find this next wayfinder." Yeah, that's that's what they're going to do when they go to that awesome um, festival that you're talking about with the puppets. Yes, the puppets. There's so many great, like, uh, like uh, aliens, like different species created that I I almost kind of wish that, which which we are kind of getting with the Mandalorian, so I'm pretty happy about that. I just yeah, kind of yeah. wish there was more of a an exploratory. Not to get too trekky, sorry, huh. but like, yeah, yep. uh, but like a, ver- a much more because I I know a lot of the story always revolves around war and defeating this and rebel alliance and blah blah blah, um, but sometimes I wish there was just a bit more of like an exploratory 
like just going here, going there, meeting this, meeting that. And and we are getting that with the Mandalorians. So uh, which we I think we are planning on talking about when what yeah. like season two comes out. Yeah, we might, we so, might speak about it as as a whole, not as like yeah. episodic. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but so they go to the festival, and it happens once every forty-two years or something. <laughs> yes, it's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> and of course I they have to go and put all, all those people in danger. I'm glad that no one got killed at this festival. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That they were able to take it away from the festival in time. Um, yeah. It it does have that wonderful vibrance to it that I think was kind of lacking in the last two movies. So I really, I do really enjoy it. Um, it's just like a small little side. Like the world is still going on around them. That people are still celebrating, and it's all these like cute puppet people and their little babies that are laughing at a puppet show. <laughs> what are you talking about, Alessandra? In last in the Last Jedi, they had a really great, colorful casino scene. You didn't mm, like that? Mmm, the casino, right? Mmm, nope. <laughs> nope. That scene was terrible. But this was, uh, yes, I will agree. It was so vibrant. We got to see, like, a culture um, on a planet that wasn't so, I don't know, didn't feel unnecessary. It felt it felt right where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just made the scene a lot more interesting and lively. Yeah, uh, and then we get that moment, like you said, between uh, Ray and, and uh, Kylo where he is talking to her and she's pissed at him still and um, he grabs a hold of her beads. Um, he basically taunts her that he knows who her parents are now and she's like, I don't want to fucking hear it. Um, and he grabs the beads off of her neck and then they can, like, figure out where they are. So they did have, they did establish their connection in the previous movie, which I think The Last Jedi did an excellent job at establishing uh, the relationship between Rey and Kylo um, and being able to see each other and um, basically touch each other because, like, their fingers touched a little bit in the in the second one. Um, but this one, we get way more interaction between them and their, like, force bond thing. Yeah, which again brings another kind of which I I know that the the force and the the bonds between people who have the force like is was somewhat established uh in the other movies but getting to actually physically kind of see it and witness it and experience it is is another great element that we've that we've been able to get from these new movies that have been released. So that's so that's really and it really it really establishes their like their chemistry, their tension, their like, they're very, oh, yeah. their their whole dynamic. Like this is kind of like like they're kind of supposed to be, they're they're like gnawing at each other. Like he's trying to get her to join the dark side, which it's, and we can kind of talk about this towards the end because Kylo always kind of confused me from the beginning because he just kind of seemed like he was like he was a part of the dark side and he seemed pretty well established, but it just seemed like he didn't want to be a part of anything and he just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to go his own way so why mm-hmm. stick with the dark side maybe just to stick with the power and have the power to do whatever he wanted i guess but like yeah yeah well it just I he mean, seems so far removed from it though the he whole does because he's like struggling with it the whole time so it's definitely a matter of what palpatine says in the beginning like i was i was every bad influence that you ever had in your life he was snoke he was, uh, you know, Vader speaking to him, right? So we have that, like, you can hear the voices of these people. Um, you can hear the, you know, of, of uh, Darth Vader in, in the um, the ADR, like, or in the voiceover 
uh, sound. Right. So we, we can hear that, that the Sith has been present in his thoughts, in his life, his whole life, right? So that is what is the hard part with Ben because he doesn't, you know, he feels like that's the only side that's actually listening to him. Um, and and we do get kind of a, a an idea of the way he was raised in, in the first movie, which is like his parents kind of neglected him. I mean, his mom was a senator, and so she was always at work. And then his father was Han Solo, and he's like not exactly the, you know, the person that's kind of nailed down to anything. So it, it's a situation where it's like, well, your parents didn't really focus on you, and they gave you off to Luke, who, let's be honest, isn't a very good dad, so... You know, it's like <laughs> he kind of was was not taught correctly. He wasn't raised the, like to be respectful of of the light. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to look at it that way because then you kind of see how. I mean, Luke was still kind of distant even when Ray met him, but they kind of put him in this light of being a very great figure for her. Um, Leia more obviously. Um, but they still kind of like by the end kind of made it seem like Luke was a mentor and almost a father to her as well. Yeah. Um, even though, yeah, everything you said about him not being a very good father to, to Ben Solo. Um, so that's, that's interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, so they're, they, they find Lando. Well, Lando finds them because he sees Chewie. (laughs) Then they go into the like this little traveling hut thing, which is really cute. And uh, he he tells them that they need to get to um, the uh, the ship of this like bounty hunter guy who was sent to find the other wayfinder or like find a clue to the wayfinder. So yes. they go on these awesome speeders and have a a really cool chase where the first order comes down and uh tries to shoot them down off these speeders um and it's kind of like a pod race again yeah it does have that that sense of a pod race it was really fun and poe has that really funny line where he's like they fly now because like also uh, matters of the force are are changing and uh transforming through this universe so are the stormtroopers they they're getting new gadgets they're getting new fun things to to attempt to kill people with but uh, they always, fly now they fail. fly now yeah they fly now <laughs> um yeah so they're 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 riding through the sand and then they kind of get they get blasted off it's kind of funny um and then they land in the quicksand uh it was funny there was like a part where one of them uh one of the stormtroopers like gets shot and he flies through the air and crashes into a mountain. Like it is, it is and, hilarious. Like, blows up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so. Um, it's I I love it because it's like it's ridiculous, but it's amazing and it's it's so Star Wars, you know. Yeah, that definitely harkens back to the original trilogy where it's like it's such a serious storyline and such a serious situation for everyone, but they can truly find the comedic timing and everything and just have still have fun with it. Um, and, and take the, like, you know, a lot of the notions from, like, the Lego Star Wars because that's something that would totally happen in that. That is so Lego Star I'm just waiting for someone to, like, <laughs> attempt to pull out their gun and it's like a banana. Like, they love the Lego... The Lego games, like, love bananas. I don't know why. But, like, that's every funny. scene almost has a banana in it. Yeah, so they they start to sink into the quicksand, and uh, Finn goes to Ray. He's like, "Ray, I have something to tell you." And then they get sunk. 
So what did Finn want to tell her? I feel like that, was that established by the end? I feel like I missed it. It was definitely not um, clearly said, but I believe it is that he is uh, force sensitive. Oh, force sensitive. Okay. Yeah. So he, he wanted to tell her that he, he has the force as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, because at first it feels like he wants to tell her that he loves her. Yeah, it, that definitely seems like that's what he's going to tell her. Uh, but I just don't really, I don't know. Like, I don't really, like... I, I don't see them like that. Yeah, like, I don't really see that. Like, if anything, I see, like, Poe and Finn as, like, definitely more flirty and, like, m- like closer. And, and even rewatching yeah. The Force Awakens, it's kind of like, they're really buddy-buddy. Like, it... You know, I feel like it really could have gone in that direction if they wanted it to. Oh, they definitely could. Like at the very end, it, when when everyone's like hugging and and kissing and 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 then they go in for a hug, I'm like, I'm like, okay, now kiss. <laughs> yeah, like it just seems like that's the natural, like that's what should be happening right now. But you know, I'm not the oh, one yeah. who wrote this script, so. But uh, you know, much like uh, sometimes the actors have have a little story of their own that they try to portray in, in their roles. I mean, you never know. It, it could be there. It could well, be there. Yeah, I mean, even Lando, uh, Billy D. Williams has said that he thinks that Lando is is a character that is just, he's he's pansexual. He's just, he's in love with everything. You know, it's like, he loves, he loves droids. He loves men. He loves women. Like, he loves aliens. Like, it doesn't even matter, you know? Yeah, and isn't that kind of how... Um... Uh, what's his name? Played him in Solo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. Yes. So, like, that's what... The, yeah. Like, he totally agrees with the way that Donald Glover played him, which, you know, I, I, I hope that maybe we would get something, uh, something like on the Millennium Falcon that kind of gave us a little, like, clue to Solo, with especially with um, L3 being, like, part of the, the Millennium Falcon, you know? Yeah. I, like, really yeah. wish they would have, like, had some kind of, like, Easter egg for that, but they haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, did we ever get a... Did, did Harrison Ford ever make a statement on how he thought of, of Solo and the and the guy that played young, young Han? <laughs> I don't... I mean, I can... I'll just look it up right now. Um, well, you... I guess you could talk about the, the like, underground tunnels situation. <laughs> Yeah, so the quicksand leads them into these underground tunnels made by something, and of course, uh, C-3PO is always there with the data. He he tries to, and again, with those one-liners and those back and forths that are hilarious, because Poe, like, hates C-3PO. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but he's necessary. I mean, I, I love C-3PO. He's, like, one of my favorites. Uh, and, yeah. um, and, uh, and so they're kind of, like, uh, exploring the cave, trying to figure out like what happened. They come across a land cruiser uh, that was probably a part of the the guy's ship that was outside, mm-hmm. and that's when they come across like the dagger. Right? It's like just in. Yeah, it, it's down like next to the the dead dude. He's like a skeleton. That's right. He got down there. He yeah. died. Um, the the dagger is still down there, and. Uh, and it's written in Sith language, which droids are prohibited to read and say aloud. Well, they can read it, but they can't. They can't read it aloud. Yeah, it's like I think he his like something in his programming. It said it was like he couldn't um, speak. They he couldn't speak do it. Sith. Yeah, so and, he had to get uh, like completely like. They were like, "Well, fuck! What are we gonna do now?" Yeah, and the and the timing of like all this very like 
first we do this, then that escalates mm-hmm. to this, and that escalates mm-hmm. to this, and that does that. Yeah, it's um, the adventure of it all. Yeah, it's always very fun. It's very, like, it almost feels like very Indiana Jones, very, very national treasure, if I have to say it. Um, and uh, so now C-3PO has it in his memory, and, uh, oh yeah, and so once they find the dagger, they get back out to the surface um, after Ray mm-hmm. uh, heals heals the the desert worm or something, whatever that desert serpent or something that that's living in the caves. It like tries to attack them. It but, literally looked like the basilisk from the second Harry Potter. Yeah, it did. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it did. <gasps> oh, but yeah. So that that introduced like. <laughs> Like the force healing thing, force healing, which yeah. which of course was previously introduced in the Mandalorian um, that had come out months earlier than this movie being released. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an interesting aspect that that kind of tied between the two things, and um, and so Ray heals the worm that then leaves them alone and they get out, and of course the the clones or not the clones, but you know the stormtroopers see them and they capture. Chewie, who has the dagger. Yeah. yeah. After and some, like, t- like a lot of, like, time goes by because they, like, find that other guy's ship and they're trying to get that going. Um, and then Ray's like, I'm gonna go outside because she, like, feels that Kylo is coming. So she, like, walks out there into the middle of the desert um, until well, yeah, And the Millennium comes. Falcon got uh, captured and taken into, mm, into yeah. First Order custody, so they had to find a new ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's where Ray does a super awesome like running in the desert flip thing, which is over so the Tie amazing. Fighter. It is so cool. Well, it's not the Tie Fighter; it's it's oh. Kylo Ren's ship. But she breaks it. You know, yeah, uh. but it, it's Kylo Ren's like I guess. Oh, it, oh. I mean, it it is it's his like special ship. It's like his okay weird you know Kylo Ren ship. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kylo Ren ship. Um, um, yeah, so it's an he, awesome flip. And, it's amazing. And, and, uh, and this is where uh, Chewie is taken away in the ship, and Finn, like, loves to yell. He loves yelling Oh, things. my God. I like, was everyone. saying that, too. I, literally everyone every loves single... yelling. In this movie, especially, every line he has is screaming somebody's name. Like, there is... The, it's hap- it, uh, there should be a supercut of it, because truly, it is... He's yelling so at the top often. of his lungs. Yes, yes. All of his lines. All of them. All the, he yes. doesn't do much in this movie because he doesn't deserve to do much in this movie because the last one he he fucked up so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he, he comes out and he's like, Ray, Chewie's on that ship! <laughs> and, yep. And, and she tries to starts, pull the, she tries to use the force. Yes. And to yes, pull, to it pull down. the ship down, and of course Kylo's there to fuck shit up. So he pull it the other he's direction. Pulling it back, it just like just in like, a Marriage Story, they're they're holding the like, kid apart, you know, with the arms playing tug of war with this <laughs> ship right now. <laughs> just and, like a Marriage Story. And Ray kind of loses her temper, and lightning bolts come out. Um, yeah, because she's a fucking Palpatine. Because she's a fucking Palpatine. Uh, it's no like spoilers should have like shouldn't have to be said here because it's been literally months. When but this movie like came literally, out. you find this out within the first five minutes of the movie, which is totally a JJ thing to do. Because you know, 
along with all the retconning that he had to do after Ryan Johnson's movie, like, he just fucking jumps on it. He's just like, all right, everybody, Palpatine's here. Uh, turns out Ray's Palpatine's granddaughter. Thanks, Ryan, for not fucking dropping any hints last movie about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, you could even tell, like, from the trailer as well, almost. Like, yeah. yeah. It... I'm pretty sure all the all the super Star Wars fans like already could tell from the trailer. Like the fact that Palpatine was in it, I don't know. I mean, yeah, a lot of people I mean, were why thinking. Else even have him around. <laughs> I yeah, exactly. And I mean, I know Rise of Skywalker was making everyone think that that Rey was a Skywalker, and you know, jokes on you, she technically is now. <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> she's she's definitely like part of the family because, like. Her and okay, it's fine. Whatever, we'll get to it. Well, we'll we'll get to that. At the, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> um. So at this point, we think Chewie's dead because her lightning bolt fingertips destroyed the ship, and uh, and Kylo's just kind of like pissing her off, trying to make her angry and make her basically doubt herself and go yeah. to the dark side. Like yeah. he's, he's making things very tough for her because she saw in the vision that she would be like. She tells Finn that. She saw herself on the throne with Kylo in the dark side. So, yeah, you know, um, there's that. And so they think so then they have to go to uh, what's the name of that planet? The one where uh, was it called like Karimi or something? Or yeah, Kajimi, Kajimi, Kajimi. There yes, we go. I fucking got it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, got, I got you halfway there. You did. You did. Uh, they go there because they think that they know somebody who can um, get this information out of C-3PO. So even though they don't have the... Um, A.K.A. Babu freaking adorable. Yeah, Babu freaking um, adorable. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, they get there and their outfits are fucking awesome. Like, Ray's wearing, like, a, um, really cool hood. Yeah, they're all, be, like, being real sneaky and, and we kind of got a hint, uh, from the caves that, uh, that they that Poe had some sort of backstory that he doesn't tell anyone about. And the fact that they're just, like, trying to get secrets out of each other is just, like, so <laughs> hilarious and, like, so what friends would do. Because they're like, aren't we yeah. friends? Just tell me what you're, what's, tell me what's happening. Yeah, um, Poe and, Poe and Finn are in the caves and, and... I was like, so what was that thing you're gonna tell Ray? And Finn's like, now's not the time. And he goes, oh, we're in a cave and you're keeping secrets now. Oh, <laughs> like, so because I'm here. That's why you can't tell Ray right now. And he's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, I also like that little bit uh, where Adam Driver, where Kylo's like, he walks in with his new helmet. Um, that's like all oh, cool. Oh yeah. And he's yeah. like, he's at the table with all the generals, including Richard E. Grant, who's the new baddie, I guess, on that side. Um, and then he's like, General Hux, I sense that there's something wrong. And he goes, no, your, your helmet looks great. And then the, the lady think next, to, he's like, no, I don't think there's a problem with it. And the lady's like, next looks, looks great. Like, looks I think great, it looks Supreme Leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just so silly and like extra. Um, I did like seeing Richard E. Grant in here, you know, two, two Oscar oh, yeah. nominated he's so actors. so great. Yes. So great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So the, uh, they go to the to the place and they get Babu to change over C-3PO, but they have to, like, wipe C-3PO's memory first. Yeah, which, uh, which is a little sad. I mean, he uh, he has formed all of his relationships through his memories and through his experiences. And just to have that all wiped, I mean, it's it's very necessary for what has to be um, for, like, the fate of of the entire pl- uh, universe, basically. <laughs> uh, galaxy. There we go. Galaxy. Um 
And uh, but it was a little sad. He's just like, you know, we had a cute little moment with C three PO where he's like, he's like, are you sure we have to do this? And they're like, they're like, you know better than anyone. Like the the statistics here. Like what? Like do we have any other choice? And he's like, ah, fuck, no. And, but um, he did. He does get backed up by by R two D two. So like periodically, R two D two is backing up C three PO. Um, and that's that's what he says. Right. Exactly. Um. And, uh, so that kind of happens. We meet, we meet, a Zori. Yeah. She's uh, cool. And there's, like, there's just a lot of stuff happening on this planet. There's, like, night raids. Like, it looks like it's very first order run. Like, with mm-hmm. people just kind of being, like, houses being raided and people being, like, arrested probably. And yeah. Because it just seems like this place has a lot of, has a lot of, I don't know, um, d- near duels. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, lots of, lots of stuff being smuggled through. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so of course, Kylo shows up. How did, how did he know they were there? Um, Because um, uh, they what? didn't have... I, they I think they, have... like, tracked them or something. Like, they, they, like, figured out that they were going there somehow. Yeah, because um, Ray didn't have another force bonding moment with him until she was on his yeah. ship trying to get Chewie. So yeah, yeah, it somehow they somehow knew that they were that they were going there. So maybe they tracked the the ship somehow. The, the uh, warp signature. <laughs> I can't. I just that's a that's a Star Trek thing, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but yeah, probably something like that. I mean, it w- it was like a Sith. Like a Sith vessel, wasn't it? So maybe they have special things that they could track. I don't know. Um, yeah, but they yeah. but they find out Chewie's alive, and so they're like, "Shit, we got to get up there, and we got to get the Millennium Falcon back and get uh, Chewie." Right. So they uh, Ray, Ray goes to Kyle's bedroom and sees all the things that he's um, he's collected, including um, one of like. Uh, the, the really decrepit mask of Darth Vader. And um, Kylo goes back onto the planet trying to find Rey. And they have like a mo- they have like a fight um, where he's on the planet and she's up in the ship. Um, and it's really awesome because they're actually fighting with lightsabers through the force bond. Yeah, which is which is super cool. Um, mm-hmm. super awesome to see, really awesome effects. And then yeah, she hits, she hits the the stand that the helmet is on, and so now he knows that that she's in his bedroom. Ooh, get out! No girls allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. It's just so. It's just like so scandalous. Like like rag out of my room. <laughs> Stop touching my stuff. Stop touching my stuff. Yeah, uh, totally. And uh, and this time is this when Finn and Poe go? They go get Chewie, right? Like, yes. They is this when General Hux is tells uh, them that he's the mole? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that whole part. They thought they were gonna die, and and Poe's like, because they they found them out, and they were like gonna shoot them, and uh, they uh, they surround them, and. Uh, Poe's like, so what are you gonna tell Ray? And then Finn's like, it's not important. And he's like, we could die right now, and you don't think it's important? 
Yeah, but these two are just so stubborn. It's so funny. And they just have the most ridiculous conversations. And and Hux, uh, General Hux's uh, uh, reasons for being the mole was so hilarious. He's oh, just like, my he's like, I don't care who wins. I just want Kylo to fail. <laughs> so the the moment in the theater where um, General Hux, like, kills, shoots the guys and then goes, I'm the spy. Yes, it's so funny. I mean, Domino Gleason, I mean, I'm so glad they kept him around for a third movie because that guy's just fucking hilarious. Like, this role of of General Hux, like, he was such a little weasel. You're like, he's, he's just completely... He's like, he's like a little Draco Malfoy. Like, he's <laughs> such a, like, such a little turd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so I funny. It. I, I want to then... see the bloopers. I heard the bloopers were kind of like, some of the bloopers were released, and I, I want to go find those. Oh, my God. Like, hilarious. Um, so funny. He, did, he gets treated like a little baby all the time. It's just so funny. And then when they go up to the, you know, afterwards, um, he goes up to general pride richard e grant and richard e. grant just shoots him <laughs> like yeah because like, he just goodbye. he's so he's so smart yeah he just shoots him oh man yeah um and then they're trying to escape um and she does a cool like flip into the millennium falcon like kind of from inside the the imperial ship um mm-hmm. so that was pretty that was pretty cool yeah, and, that uh, was that was awesome, and you know, of course, uh, Finn does another Ray. You know, yes, exactly. So much yelling, so much yelling. Um, so I think they get everything they need, and they go back to the to the rebellion, right? Or at this point, do they need? Do they find out that they need to go to that planet? Um. Oh yeah, they uh when they reset C three PO, he like kind of tells the riddle. Yeah, um, they they find out that they gotta they, need to go, they gotta go to find, some planet. They gotta like um, find some planet, which they don't like figure out until they go back to the the, the rebel base, I believe. And they like talk it over or something, right? Or no? Yeah, I can't. They just it's it's they find out that it's it has it's at the it's where the Death Star is, and that like crashed and a piece of it like fell onto. Okay, a so planet I think something. they do that first. And then after the whole Death Star planet situation, then they go back to the Rebel base. So I I think they go and they, they find all those uh, defector, defector um, uh, stormtrooper, stormtroopers like, on those clan. weird horses. Yeah. Um, led by uh, the actress Naomi Aki, who, did you notice that she was in the second season of um, The End of the Fucking World? She sure is. Yeah. She sure so, is. She's like a major uh, character in that season. Yeah, I really liked her in in End of the Fucking World. Um she was she was okay in this. She was yeah. she was pretty kick ass. Uh there yeah. the fact that they were just on this planet and kind of like just established a a colony, I guess was pretty cool instead of trying to figure out maybe where they were from, which they kind of allude to at the very end where she's having that weird, like out of nowhere conversation with Lando. Yes. I don't know. So random, like so it's so out of place. Like, I just feel like they shoot like fucking so much stuff that they don't actually use. Like I just, I, these, these movies were a fucking mess. Yeah, I mean, if you think about them, if you think about them logically, yeah, yeah, they are. They (laughs) They just, like, pieced things together and hoped it made sense, you know? Yeah, 
And, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so it was cool. Finn and these people kind of had, like, a bond. Did they maybe come from the same planet that they were kind of picked off from? Who knows? It's kind of all open-ended. Yeah. Um, eh. Uh, but they, but of course, like, they find out that they defected from the stormtroopers and they're, like, exchanging, uh, stormtrooper serial numbers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're fucking toys. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and they, like, kind of just, they're very helpful. They, like, I don't know how they keep getting, like, these machine parts. They keep finding, like, ships and, like, abandoned ships and broken ships all over the planet. So they kind of just collect scraps mm-hmm. and stuff there's kind of like scrappers maybe the the um, water in this um part was amazing crazy. i mean it yes. was like the the special effects for that were honestly remarkable and just just looking at that those humongous waves that uh ray gets over on that little sca- spanner thing or whatever i mean it was it was scary yeah, really intense. Uh, really, like, I mean, only a Jedi could get across those without it. Because cause the, they, they talk about the planet and kind of talk about how crazy high tide can get and, like, just, like, the waves. Um, well, but nope, not only like, because Finn and the and Janna get over, too. Well, Finn has the Force, so it's fine. Uh, kind of. I mean, yeah. Kind of. Uh, and... Yeah. But they find out where they need to go because of the the knife. So Ray goes yeah. like she makes a beeline for this. She doesn't even like take a breather. Yeah. She just fucking like jumps a into the protractor, water. Like yeah. shit came out of it, <laughs> and she like did. She like took I out know. a whiteboard and like wrote down all the trajectories. And it's like okay, if the sun's hitting it at this angle, it's be it'd be there. So yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Some the, real yeah. Indiana Jones shit. Like some yeah, real exactly, Indiana Jones exactly. shit. Exactly. Exactly, which was fine. Definitely fine. It, it's whatever. It's 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 fine. convenient, whatever. but it's fine. So they it's go, very convenient. They go, she goes over there and she discovers this like she kind of she has to like climb up to this room um, where I guess like it's like I'd go to get the, so fucking turned around after I entered that thing. Like how the fuck do you know, know where you are when I you're know. inside? She like, she like finds the throne room that Emperor Palpatine used to sit on. So it's like, yeah, she she like I guess was drawn there because then she walks, she finds the damn thing immediately, and then has that vision uh, of fighting herself, uh, similar yes. to, to the way that Luke fights himself in um, in the in the prequel or the original movies. So um, yep, you have to every movie you have to have your uh, internal battle vision. It's, yeah, it's a it's it's needed. Yeah, you know, and it's nice that she has this because we know that there's also an eternal battle going on um, within Kylo. So we don't really like ever see that from him. It's all in like Adam's performance. Um, and when he confronts her, she's like fucking pissed. I mean, I think I, th- I you don't really see her like extremely mad other than this this part where she's like inside the um, the Death Star with Kylo. Yeah, I think this is the most mad that you see her, which even in her cute Daisy Ridley self, she doesn't actually look that mad. She just looks, she just looks like internally struggled. Like she's just frustrated. She's, she's just exhausted. Like just imagine like all this stuff that you have to go through. Uh, Her like climbing up that damn thing just to get there and jump and like, she's just incredible. Yeah, which is insane, and uh, and of course Kylo is like such a dick. He breaks the the <laughs> he breaks wayfinder. The wayfinder, yeah. 
And so that's why she's pissed, and she's, like, just trying to... And and they have this awesome fight scene, just, like, jumping over waves and, oh and Finn God. screaming at her from behind, like... He's so useless, you know? Like, everything <laughs> Finn does is, like... Oh. He's in the way, you know? I know, I know. <laughs> he just know. wants to help. I know. Um, but, yeah, the fight, I mean... So, at this point, you know, we haven't really been seeing a lot of uh, Carrie Fisher because they didn't really film a lot of her. And, and what we did see, she hardly says anything. So, it's, uh, she's she's really in the background. They, they obviously uh, had to piece together an extreme amount of different shots of her just to, you know, get her to look like she was actually in the scene sometimes, you know. Um, but she yeah. does make a, a an appearance... In, in this part where she has to do something in order to make it so that Kylo will die and Ben will live. Oh, is that so based? So this was like alluding to Ray killing Kylo. And then when she heals him, only Ben is left. That's, that's what this was supposed to mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, I guess we do need to believe that Kylo wants to, uh, be good. Um, and I, I don't know, how do you feel about Kylo deciding that the dark side isn't for him at this, this final moment here? Um, honestly, I didn't even realize it had happened because again, he just seems so far removed from the dark side from the beginning that it just, I, I mean, I felt like it would just click maybe at some point and that's kind of just how it happened. It just, it just sort of happened. Um, so I'm not surprised. Um, and, uh, I want to talk more about, about Leia's death. Yeah. Um, which happens right now as well. Yeah. So she used whatever energy she had left to, to, uh, force, what is it? Force reveal herself to her son to kind of like, well, she just speaks to him. I don't think she really shows herself. That's right. She doesn't. Um, Han kind of does after yes. the fact, sort of. Um, he looks a bit too real to be. Well, he's not. I think it. I think he's more of a projection of Ben. So Ben's seeing him, but Ben okay. like um, Ben decided to see him. Like he didn't. He's not like a force ghost or something. He's like a. He's a ghost in his mind. Yeah, this kind of like mysterious almost magical aspect of the movie is always kind of confused me because it's just like if they're not if the actors aren't properly portraying or effectively portraying how they're feeling you just kind of really don't know what's happening in their mind and just and just because because again we got some great actors here and they're really showing the internal struggle and like very outwardly showing it so it's like very easy to kind of Hopefully easy. I mean, with Kylo, it's a little tough because Adam Driver is just really good and he just is, he's just kind of a mystery to me the whole time. Um, at least to me. And, uh, and, uh, what was your question? Yeah. Was that, was that scene, that scene was not shot with with Carrie Fisher, right? They had they had to have someone no, else. No, I think because they they really covered they her face. They didn't ever show her face in the last yeah. moments. They bring someone to uh, to lay down, and uh, she lays down, and we don't actually see her face speaking to her son. So, um, 
she says no. Ben, and then at that moment, um, Ray stabs Kylo right in the chest. Um, so maybe this goes back to what you were saying about the other, the, the light side never really talking to him. So maybe the fact that his mother did, mm-hmm. maybe that kind of turned him around to finally become... Ben and that's, drop that's Kylo? the idea. Yeah. So okay. She, she used all the rest of her energy to, uh, her life force to be able to, to turn her son back into being Ben and not Kylo Ren. They see you. I, I, I knew I'd figure it out at some point. Well, you know, I was very preoccupied with this, so, <laughs> you know, I, I got things mostly figured out, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you did. Uh, again, I'm just along for the ride here. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's see. So what happens after this? So well, Ray she, heals him and... Um, she stabs him, then she, she heals him. <laughs> she heals him and then she says, I wanted to take your hand. I wanted to take Ben's hand. Um, because Kylo has uh, actually reached his hand out to her several times. Um and yeah, for his uh, his hand in marriage, and she's refused him many times. One hundred percent. That is that is exactly what is happening here. So, <laughs> like, and she's just like, "Ew, man, not ready. I'm still trying to figure myself out." You know? Okay. She's she's really she's really pulling a she's really pulling a Lizzie Bennet. So, oh she, yeah, she definitely oh, yeah. like wants to be. She wants Ben to be Ben because she sees. She she can, like, see him. She can, like, see who he really is, and that's not evil. It's Ben Solo, you know, son of Princess Leia and Han Solo. So, like, there's a lot of, like, good in him and uh, to to stop being such a poser, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. And, you know, and it's good, it's good she refused him so many times because, yeah. like, that's just, that's just toxic. It's a toxic relationship right there. You it just, is, you know? It, he ben, is ben not a good Ben needs to figure dude. himself out. Ray needs to figure herself out. They both he's, just need to figure themselves he's out. He's murdered a together. lot of people. You can't just forgive that, you know? It's... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, no, definitely, a... like, I'm not saying that this relationship is, like, kosher it's it's kind of you know it's a problem from the start but it's like it's problematic it you know but it's problematic in a like very epic and dramatic and like you know it's like a novel that's what that's what i want out of star wars i want epic love stories you know that's that's the stuff that you never get to see in reality so yeah no exactly yeah so Anyway, uh, Ray leaves on his ship, which has the Wayfinder in it, but she kind of has a crisis first. Um, she doesn't quite know that. Uh, she just kind of... D- does she know it's on there? Because she goes straight to Luke's No, I, mean, I think she just, like, and, fuck, like she's burns like, fuck it. this, and she just, like, goes <laughs> and burns the ship. Uh, she goes back to Ankh-To, um, where, where she was training with Luke, and... Uh, yeah, she's she definitely was like I can't be a <laughs> can't be a Jedi anymore. This this is horrible. It, it sucks. I killed my boyfriend back there. You know, like this is not what I want. Feeling a lot of conflicting <laughs> feelings, like you know this 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 guy, like Kylo, he's real hot, but I know I can't be with him, and everyone tells me I can't, but I want to because you know I love bad boys. Like it's just <laughs> it's just so tough to be me. <laughs> Yes, I'm like yes. She throws the. <laughs> They're just lightsaber. a bunch of teenagers. 
She throws the lightsaber <laughs> into the, the flaming wreckage, and of course, like, fucking Luke's hand flies like, out of it. <laughs> yeah, Luke, and it's so funny because you could you could just see in like Mark Hamill's face that he just <laughs> degaffs like he fucking <laughs> hates what Luke has become. He hates the trilogy. He hates everyone. Like he's like just you wants made this... me talk to Yoda in the last movie. Like what the fuck? Like what the fuck are you doing to me? Like I just let me be. <laughs> let me just continue voicing. Uh, the Joker and just get on with my life. Um, so, uh, but it, it was nice that they used him as a voice actor for the for the spy in the very beginning when they when they go to receive the message. Uh-huh. That was uh, that was Mark Hamill's voice. Cute. Um, yeah, I, I I really like him as a as a voice actor. He's got he's got some really fun roles. I want to watch more stuff that he's in. Yeah, um, animated wise. Um, so he shows up. You know, real. Uh, Real sassy, real sassy ghost. Super sassy. I think that he, (laughs) I don't think that he was actually really supposed to be in this movie because I think that Leia was supposed to be like the focal point of the the, like emotion and she died. So they had to really, really change it. Like everything had to get reorganized. And I think that that's why that he's the one who comes to her in, in her time of need. Yeah, just all things considered, like, this movie really had to had to turn itself around in a short amount of time. Like, that's, uh-huh. that's a real bummer, man. <laughs> that's a real bummer. Yeah. So, you know, um, he lifts up the X-Wing, which basically lives in water. It's parked under underwater, like, for most of its life, that, that poor little X-Wing. Very used to being covered in, in algae and... And well, boss. yeah, because Luke's Luke is smart and doesn't immediately burn his ship when he arrives at the island like <laughs> a stuck like on a an sc- island like a screaming like ta- temper tantrum teen. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so Luke Luke gives her some guidance. Um, and uh, was it helpful? I don't even remember what he said. He just kind of said like, "Stop being dumb." Don't yeah. do what I, don't don't do what I did. Like yeah. get the fuck off my island. Like this is where I'm. This is where the Force Ghost Luke is, is staying for the rest of my days. Like and I, I a, don't want you to be around me anymore. I don't want. Yeah, you're like cramping my style, kid. Get <laughs> get off my island. Yeah. Um, so he's like, here, take my awesome awesome ass vintage ship and get <laughs> yes. get the heck out of here. Wear my awesome ass vintage helmet. Oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so then she takes that straight to Exegol and uh, leads, knows that all of the people back at the um, Rebel base, um, they they find out that Leia died, you know, they, they go back there, um, C-3PO gets his memories back from, um, from R2-D2, and they uh, make up a plan. Now, now obviously, Poe is the general because, you know, um, Leia died. Uh, Finn is like a, like... A commander or something now, like a um, like a co like a like a co general. You know, he's just he's just he's basically he, Poe's like right hand at this point. Yeah, he also um, has like a uh, some people that he will take care of, which is like the, I guess he's kind of like the head of the um, st- uh, defected stormtroopers. Um, and I almost wish they they delved into this a bit more, just because I mean Poe's kind of always been in a very commanding role, and he's he's had. He's had issues with 
with Leia, and they kind of mm-hmm. fought with this back and forth in the previous movies. I kind of wish, like, maybe he... Like, I don't know. He He's so hard-headed, and he's, like, just so there for the resistance. Like, you can tell, like, when, when he was talking with Zori, she was like, why did you... Like, why did you leave me? Like, here on this horrible, horrible planet, you're such a dick. <laughs> and And he's just like... Like, and he's just, I have to, like, I have to finish what I started. Like, this is so important to me now. Um, and, uh, and I just wish we could, like, see more of, like, his commanding, like, development. Yeah, um, he, he has a growth as a character. And it is, um, yeah, like, seeing his past uh, come back to him and the, the kind of, I guess he used to be, like, a uh, some kind a of... Spice runner? Is yeah, a spice, spice runner. runner, yeah. So um, it's interesting to, to see that, like, his past and his present um, and how he really pulls into this role as a general. Yeah, and so we kind of get some, some. Um, he 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 might have had a word with Leia before she had passed, but you know he's he's had previous words with her. Like he's always feeling very up and down when it comes to you know the rebellion and getting people to really rise up with them. Um, but yeah. um, he gets told that you know there's always someone out there. I, I think does Lando tell him this or something or no? Yeah, like, Lando's, like, super optimistic. He's like, we're gonna go find those people. So Lando takes Millennium Falcon with Chewie. They go to, like, try to find people who will help him. Yeah, the edges of space, of multiple spaces to try and, like, reach out to people to come and help. Um, Mm Because at this point, Poe thinks that everyone's given up and that no one's just gonna help. Because, yeah, no one came to help at the last, at the last battle, which was devastating. Um, Yeah, which, you know... And that could really shock you um, and make you feel insecure, I mean, obviously, because no one fucking came and they really needed help. And it was like, do you know how many people fucking died in the last movie? Like, yeah, it was unreal. It was just ridiculous. Like, the, the end of the last one, I, I just get so mad thinking about it. <laughs> oh, Sandra. Oh, my just, gosh. I was just so pissed at the choice to kill so many people. I just, ugh. It was just dumb. <laughs> and then just the, now, this deus ex machina at the end of this movie, where all these other people come to support them against this limitless army of of people that the, like, Palpatine has created. Like, a zombie army, basically. Yeah, um, so are they, are they just, like, run by, so are all these, like, automatic ships run by one main ship? So they just kind of, like, do what the other ship says? Like, this confused me. I was, I was like, are it there a bunch of zombies really... on those ships? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was not, like, explicit. It's just, like, <laughs> Zombie-run ships? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, having it all in one ship would be very bad. You know? Like, you don't... That's not how you do things. Like, you can't have one central ship, you know, that controls all the other ships. Like... That's a stupid choice. Like, you could just easily just attack that major ship and then all the other... It's like, you know... Which is what happened. Yeah, <laughs> Which but... Is basically what God, it's dumb. Like, did, really? Do they know anything about war at all? You know... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so... I really have no clue. Okay, th- okay, okay. Now we're getting to the end game here. It is... It is like... Oh, oh the what game? The what game? The end game, Emily. That fucking end. So... Okay. <laughs> okay, continue. So, like, <clears throat> at this point, Ray does know that she's a Palpatine because when she was on the uh, the ship with Kylo and she jumped Only on everyone told her. Fucking Babu Frick told her. Like, everyone told her. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she fucking knows, okay? So, she fucking knows. <laughs> so she's, like, trying to grapple with that fact. So she goes to Exegol. She goes and finds Palpatine. And Palpatine tells her, in, in not-so-short words, um, if, if you kill me in... In anger, you will become the Sith Lord. I guess, like, she will inhabit Which, is that just, like, all talk? And like, all I feel the like Siths. A, I feel like a lot of this, this, like, dark side, like, Sith stuff is all just talk. I mean, like, how does that, how does that truly make you, make you a, a part of the dark side? Like, what, yeah, you're angry. Why does that, it's, it's just so emotional to me. Like, yeah. the, the light and the dark side. That's like, the second you have an angry thought. You're a you're you're the dark side. You're no, a bad no, no. person. I, I think that like if she murdered him, if she like took his place in a sense, like had to strike him down in order to take the Sith. I think that's like how it works. Like I think that the Sith like flows through him to her. That's what he says. I think like, um, mm, and I guess okay. that's I guess that's how the fucking Sith does it. I don't know. Like <clears throat> it is it's very like a virus. vague. Yes, it it's kind of vague how <clears throat> Emperor Palpatine's even around right now. So. You know, it, he's definitely like some kind of dead, but he's the only is, thing that is he around. He's like a he's like a crusty like sliver of life, and yeah. uh, that's not. I don't think that's still around. He, <laughs> he he didn't look too good. He didn't look too good. <laughs> you know, until he zapped Ray and took some of her her life force <clears throat> and to grow back his fingers. You know, he was looking pretty bad. So he was looking real bad. Yeah, um, but. I don't know, Emily. It just... it, it It's, it's confusing. <laughs> it's not, like, easy. Like, the rules are being made every moment that the rules are up on screen. Like, there is no other way of, like, saying it. Like, JJ made some choices, and this is what happened. You know? Like, that's what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And until, uh, <laughs> until, until something else comes out, and then it's just rewritten again. Exactly. So it's vague enough to interpret any way you want. All right, yeah. but I, I do have to admit this. Uh, this this scene with uh with Palpatine kind of like re regrowing his fingernails was pretty cool. Um, well, okay. When, so uh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, am I jumping ahead? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yes. So Ray okay, is being so she goes in. She confronts him. Yes. The 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 rest of the rebels are up. The resistance are attacking. I guess some of the the complete massive army. They probably look like ants compared to all of the firepower that the, um, the, uh, what's it called? The, the, the lad, the final order. The, the final order. Yes. <laughs> I think that was what it was called. Yeah. That's what it was um, called. Uh, that they had. And Ben has decided to join Ray, um, on Exegol and like fight with her. Uh, yeah, among other things, but um, yeah, she, yeah, he deserted. Yeah, he's there to help her uh, as as best he can. Um, as Ben now because he's, he's no longer Kylo. Yes, he doesn't have his. He threw his um. His saber into the water, and is now fully Ben Solo. So he comes out in this super hot, like black, long sleeve shirt, um, great pants, and then just like. <laughs> goes down into Exegol and, like, jumps onto a, uh, like, rock or something and says, ow, and that is his last line in the movie. Is it? Oh my god, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh. He goes down and the Knights of Ren are there, uh, again, to greet him, and he 
uh, oh, we didn't really talk about how Ray discovers that, I guess, she sees who her parents are because Kylo tells her, and she sees that it's, you know, Palpatine is, is, oh, yeah, is Palpatine, her grandfather, and then yes. her, her mom is Jodie Comer, you know, from Killing Eve, and it's fucking great. Great casting choice right there. And, uh, and, and the, the guy that played her dad looked familiar, too. Um, but, yeah, and so they, they left, they left Palpatine, they're like, uh, you know, uh, dad, you're whack, we need to, or granddad? No, dad? No. Granddad. Granddad. To, to Ray or to, to her parents? Oh, the parents, <laughs> the parents are like, you're not getting our, our daughter, and then they hide her on... On Jakku. Yes, and uh, and he sends the bounty hunter to go kill them, and uh, which happens, and uh, right, they're they're dead. They 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 did just get captured, and like they're just like in a cell somewhere. No, they died. They they gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 He killed them, uh, and so <laughs> he. Oh wait, we totally missed something. What did we miss? So so on the island on um on uh ghost ghost force luke's pad he's got um he gives her he the gives book? her leia's he gives her leia's oh, uh, yes. lightsaber leia's which, lightsaber uh, that's right yes which and makes me lightsaber. so confused so right so leia is so, also had the force yeah so is leia's so who's like I, I i know there was always this conversation on um on the internet of, of was Luke's lightsaber blue or green? Because it was, like, always yeah. kind of Between weird. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because is Leia's blue, too? Because she has, a, she has yeah. a blue one. and then she has a, yeah, yeah. So are they both blue? Or is, but then but then in the flashback scene where, where Luke is training Leia, like, one of them had a green one. Yes, Is, okay. is that just yeah. a training one? Uh, you know, there is a lot of lore around that. I gotta say, I really, I did notice that he does have two different lightsabers. I think it's just um, one of those things where uh, it just changed and they just don't really have a reason. It's just kind of like, oh, I, it was blue in the beginning and now it's green. Like, it's just kind of, that's just what happened. Um, he did lose his lightsaber in the second movie, um, remember on Bespin? He, like, falls, and I think that that's what, that's, like, Luke's original lightsaber, because the green one might be the one he got after he lost it on Bespin, you know, in the second one, when he's, like, hanging upside down, you know, um, after wait, he wait, finds out that Vader is his dad, Luke. When he's training with Yoda? No, no, yeah, like, uh, no, like, the one where he, uh... The, the the actual second movie? The, yeah, the, like the... The second movie. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, okay, after, after Darth Vader tells him, I'm your father, he jumps yes. down that shoot thing, and yes. it's on Bespin, and then he, like, he lost his... Oh, yes, 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 He yes, loses yes. his blue lightsaber. So then he falls down, and he lands on, like, the, the little pole thing that sticks out of the bottom of Bespin, and yeah, 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 Han Solo yeah, yeah. and Princess and then, Leia are flying away on the Millennium Falcon, and then she's like, we have to go back, Luke needs us, and then she goes back, and they go, take it back to Bespin, you know, that whole situation, and they get him. <laughs> yes, exactly, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn the yeah. ship around, take it back to Bespin. 
Is that is that in the is that in the Family Guy one? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, I love those. So um, anyway, that's why he he has a blue one, and uh, I don't I don't know if it's like the actual same one, but he does have a green one and he does have a blue one. So um, the blue one might be the original one that he lost on Bespin. That that's the one that Leia or that Ray has had the whole time. Um, I truly don't know. I have not. Not really looked into this that much. Um, any Star Wars nerds out there, like, let us know, because this, uh, this question has literally killed me. <laughs> I'm just, that's all I got. Like, I don't really want to, like, say the wrong that's thing good. here. So that's, Yeah, that's that's good for me for now. I'll hold on to that. Yeah. Um, and uh, until, until I'm told otherwise. Also, um, the, the guy that plays uh, Ray's father is um, Billy Howell, who, he's in several movies that I've seen, including... Um, Outlaw King and on Chesil Beach with Shersha Ronan. Um, I don't know if you watched any of those things, but he is in that. No, I didn't. But his, he's also in Dunkirk. I, yeah, it just as like a random. It says he's a petty officer in Dun Dunkirk, so I bet he dies. Or oh, something. okay. What was his name? Billy Howell. Billy Howell. Okay, so. Yeah, you continue. I'm going to look into this. <laughs> We're back on track with with the end of this movie. So, Ray... So, okay. Kylo is... Has, he got rid of his, his saber. He's fighting the Knights of Ren in the basement of Exegol. And um, he doesn't have a lightsaber. So, he's just kind of beating them up with his hands. Um, but they all have weapons and stuff. And... Ray is like sees that he's there in her mind and puts her arms up as if to kill Palpatine um and yeah, puts the Pal- lightsaber does behind his, her Palpatine does his uh his his most famous line he goes like he goes like you must you must kill me do it do it do it and then she do you know it. you think maybe she's going to do it and you see the like of course she's not. No, she's not going to do it. You see the, like, um, light reflecting in her eyes, and you see you see this beautiful shot of, of Adam Driver, like, without a, you know, no scar, because she healed his scar when she healed him. Um, and oh, she did? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. And you see his face, like, nod to her, and she nods to him, and then she gives him the lightsaber, and... Um, it is it is so epic because it like appears behind his back and he lifts it up and he kills all the knights of Ren and joins her and uh Yeah. I he, love that part. It was she gives so him awesome. the she gives him Leia's lightsaber and they both stand there defying against Emperor Palpatine. Um and then he sucks the life out of them. And yeah, he he feels their bond. He knows that they're they kept calling themselves like the dyad of the force or something. Yes. Um, and uh, and so he feels their bond. He knows how strong it is. And so yeah, he takes their he takes their their life force to uh yeah to grow his fingernails back. Yeah. Um, their life force is basically one. They have one power together. They're like they're like the same. They had their you know, two stars that circle each other. They're like, they're, they're two people who have the same life force, basically. They're two star-crossed lovers. Yes. <laughs> <In> Fair <Verona, laughs> where we lay our scene. Um, 
Uh, yeah, and then a sort of, and so a part of the life force taking got Palpatine a new outfit as well. Because mm. <laughs> he, mm. he like emerged from the dust and he's like wearing this sweet like robe um, <laughs> with like the red. And he's like, he's like, look at what you've created. Mm. And, uh, and he's like, the, the emperor, because he, he was gonna, he was probably gonna kill them anyway and, and still be uh, the, the, the powerful entity anyway because you know he doesn't want to give that up yeah um but yeah. uh and then yeah all of his sith zombies are there like yeah. in the stands yeah, like cheering yeah yeah um and yeah. They're, they're all passed out right now uh not 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 the siths but uh, <laughs> uh ray, and ray ben and ray ray ben and ray are passed out because you know it's, it's sucked a lot of life out of them um they need to they need to they need to <laughs> recuperate um and he start and he does this awesome thing where he like he like shoots up his his uh, lightningy fingers up into the sky, yeah. And and all of the rebel ships like start like losing uh, function, yeah. And they're like, and it, it like goes silent and like it's so intense and like people are like, people are like, oh, what's happening? What's happening? Um, well, Ben gets up and tries to tries to get him. Again, and uh, he pushes Ben. Oh, yeah, no. He like yeah. throws him into the sky, and he falls and into this like crevice oh, yeah. of the floor. Um, yeah, he gets thrown. Uh, he gets thrown pretty hard. I don't. I didn't think he was gonna come back from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's not doing so hot when he does come back. But yeah, so Palpatine does that awesome thing where he's lighting up the sky, and Ray is laying down trying to muster up the strength from. All of the Jedi before her. Um, so basically every single uh, Jedi that talks to her is a Jedi that is from not only the movies, but the... Uh, but the show. The shows, and yes. The, and other things, too. Like, they got mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. They got, like, yeah. every Jedi from any... any Anything that was that's canon that has to do with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, which it's, is super cool. Like, it's at, like Ashley Eckstein, awesome. Ashley Eckstein was Ahsoka, and she even said it. Like, mm-hmm. it was so cool. They got everyone: Ewan yeah. McGregor, Samuel Jackson, uh, man, fucking Yoda, Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. is plays a Jedi. <laughs> oh, it is! It is so great. Liam Neeson. I mean, I can't even just just even hearing Everybody. like Ahsoka in there. I think that really got me like the most. I think like having Anakin, like Hayden Christian. I mean, it just it is it is excellent. It is so exciting that they decided to do this and to end the the Skywalker like saga with with all of the different um Jedi's that came before uh, that we know of. So, it, it's pretty great. Yeah, it really solidifies the the universe and everything that's canon because I mean, you can always like it's it's always interesting to see like and it's and you really don't always see stuff like this. Like stuff that's in the show mm-hmm. sometimes isn't isn't in the movies. So so it's really yeah. cool that they kind of tie all this together, really making it kind of one cohesive thing. Well, that's what they did with Star Wars Rebels too. They had like some ships from Star Wars Rebels in Rogue One and people were super excited about that. That's cool. And Star Wars Rebels is the is is another show, right? Yeah, it's an animated show. Oh man, I want to watch that. Well, it's on Disney Plus. Oh, oh. I gotta watch Clone. I gotta watch Clone Wars. Yeah, too. I gotta finish Clone Wars and then I can watch Rebels. Um, 
And so Ray gets up. She like has a real uh, uh, he he he. Uh, Palpatine moves his lightning to her, and she like catches it with the with the lightsaber, and she's like fighting back. The two lightsabers, uh, yes. But then she has a real. She's a real Iron Man moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she really does. Like Palpatine's like like Thanosing like all over her. He's like he's yeah. like I I have he's, all the power of this. Thanosing you, hard. You will never defeat me. And then <laughs> wow, that's a good and impression. then she's like she's like no, it's not. Um, <laughs> and she's like reaching back, and you know she's like Asio, um, lightsaber, you know. Um, Sorry, I just pulled Harry Potter into that. Yeah. Well, um, what what is this movie other than a mashup of many other movies right now? How many how many things have we referenced in this? Too many things. <laughs> and she's like, she grabs the other lightsaber, and she's like, and I am Iron Man. And she like, yeah. she like, she crosses them. She crosses them. Uh huh. And, and it puts all the force of his lightning onto him. And uh, he blows up. So then, that's how it didn't. It didn't transfer the the Sith disease. Didn't transfer to her because he basically killed himself. Yes. Okay. So that that's how that works. And she's like good. You know, she's a Jedi. She's not a Sith. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a choice. And then, uh, and then, uh, speak of the devil. Uh, ben is. Uh, oh no, Ray Ray collapses. She's a uh, she's Ob's dead. Yeah, she her eyes are open, so she's she's not there anymore. She's um, and she, and her and her skin's gone like cold and clammy. Like she looks, she looks, she looks dead. Yeah. Um. So Ben Ben somehow climbs out of that crevice. <laughs> I know. Um, and goes over to her lifeless body, and uh, th- this maneuver that he does, where he like he's like behind her, and mm. then he yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And then he like twists her in front of him, like so weird, like so interesting, like how it, he it was like he, contorted him by his body to like look at her. <laughs> I know because he like yeah, I, it's it's odd because his like it's leg is, is really yes. fucked up. Like he can't yes, he has to like take is. a break. Like he gets out and like he's crawling on the ground because he like can't stand up and. He gets on. Yeah. The, he's on the ground, and he like has to. He has to like stop for a moment because he's in so much pain. And then he gets himself up, and and because he like crashes on the ground. He's like, oh fuck, this really hurts. And then he gets up and he gets to her. Yeah, and he he's like on the ground, and he like kind of pulls her onto his lap. I think is really yeah. kind of um, like in a really weird way. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, he tried. It, I I love Adam. I I'm not gonna you know. I'm not gonna oh, knock yeah. no, anything no, no. Adam does because it's just perfect in my book. Um, no, Adam's great. It's just every time <laughs> I watch that scene, I just, I just, that's what I observe. I'm like, okay, here's the part where he's gonna. Okay, he did it. And yeah, like, he did it. Um, and he holds it's her. Just, I'm and always gonna see it. Again, he hasn't spoken. Like, there's no lines. He does not say anything. He does all of this with his body and his face. Um, and he like turns her and kind of, and then hugs her, which I mean. For me, it's like I feel like he's hugging her to just have one last moment with her before he he tries to revive her. Um, yeah. And so then he like gets himself centered and he puts his hand on on her and um, tries to wake her up. And there's some tension, some waiting while she's just sitting there lifeless. And yeah, yeah. Then she puts his hand, her hand on his, and then she wakes up and she says, "Ben," and 
and he's like excited that he can't like i think for what i can see from adam's eyes he's really like seeing like he's like trying to to discern if she's actually alive or if he's like imagining it or something you know it's kind of like the yeah are you did i really just revive you thing and uh then they share a kiss and then they smile and then he dies yeah so how come she didn't how come she didn't like disappear from her clothes like as fast as as he did like the second he died he was like gone like, I mean, she's a Jedi. Why wouldn't that have happened to her? Dude. <laughs> she's dead. I don't know. I don't. I... It's. I'm doing, I'm doing exactly what you told me to do, which was think too hard about these movies when I, when I already wasn't going to. <laughs> I'm going to guess. I'm just going to hazard a guess that her dying was, it was supposed to happen. And Ben is supposed to be the one to revive her. And supposed like supposed to be the one to sacrifice himself for her like that. That's so like, like a destiny almost. Yeah, that's like the destiny. So, okay. to me, I think that that's essentially what JJ was going for with this movie. It was like she was destined to do this. She was destined to defeat the Sith, um, and to defy what it really means to be a Sith and a Jedi. Um, yeah, and so. I'm going to go with that's why she didn't die. But, you know, the scene is great and all, and I really enjoy, I, I enjoy that they share a kiss. I kind of, I couldn't actually believe that it was happening when I saw it the first time. I, I, I think I kind of, like, my brain kind of exploded. Like, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a moment that I just did not expect whatsoever. So. You didn't think they were going to kiss? Well, I just didn't think that that it was actually going to happen because obviously there's a lot of people who have their own feelings about the connection between Rey and, and Kylo and if they should be romantically involved or even just like platonically involved. And it seems that it's kind of like no denying that that's what they wanted and that's what like the filmmakers were going for despite a lot of people being like, I don't like this couple. I don't think they should be romantically involved, you know? And it's like, I just don't think that that's the yeah, way it, that the it filmmakers... seemed like it... it I mean, I, I was sort of surprised it happened, too, because it definitely felt very for the fans. Because, um, I mean, even though we've had some very touching uh, kissing scenes and stuff in the past movies, it didn't really seem like it was going to be a thing in the new movies. Um, but, I mean, it... It happened, so it, it it's there. It fit for everyone like, to enjoy. Definitely for me, as somebody who has been, um, you know, really invested, I guess, in the relationship between Ray and Kylo, and I, you know, it's considering that it's been, you know, six years of this, like these movies coming out. It it kind of it, to me like over that much time I've developed that you know it's it's kind of worked out um and everything so that's just that's just my reasoning I think that they should they should stick together and everything <laughs> so anyway yeah. did you did you yeah, see exactly. them like I mean it's so, so when you saw this in theaters like it is surprising and then Ben go disappears and so does um Princess Leia, um, 
like, I oh, just... at the same time. Yeah, because, like, her body was still on... Yeah. Like, I just her body don't see was still in form. the point of having all of those other ships come in, like, that, like, Avengers Assemble moment, like you said, when they didn't really need them because Rey was the one who saved everyone. Um... Well, I mean, while this was happening, they did have their whole little plan that they were doing, like like going down and def- uh, destroying yeah. the the towers, the communication towers, and then doing yeah. that weird like horse rampage on the side, on like the ship. That was cool. Um, like Finn leading that. That was that was great. Yeah, Finn leading that because they moved the communication tower to the main ship, and so then they had to move everything to the main ship to destroy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I'm pretty sure it. It helped because I mean those 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 ships were destroying every every little rebel ship that they had. I mean they yeah. really needed they really needed the help. I mean kind of it helped once once Ray kind of defeated Palpatine, but I mean leading up to that, it definitely didn't seem like they were gonna they were gonna make it out with everything yeah. that was happening. Oh yeah, um, so true. So I mean yeah, maybe the maybe the Avengers Assemble moment was a bit excessive, but. Um, it's still exciting, yeah. In a in in a way, um, and it's just like, oh, it's all a bunch of like ragtag team of ships of all different shapes and sizes, and they're like, "Where <laughs> did they get this armada?" And it's like, "It's not an armada. It's just random people." <laughs> yes, very true. Um, yeah, I mean, was it necessary? Probably not. Did it need to be so <laughs> extravagant? Probably not. Was you it know. fun? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, Lando's just so cute, like driving the Falcon, just yes. going like. Just laughing and just being just a jolly old man. He gets the, um, the falcon back. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So then they, they defeat the people and they go back and celebrate. Um, and we get that wonderful, wonderful hug of Poe, Finn, and Ray, which is Oh, yes. So wonderful great. Hug. Um, we have a little, like, you know, everybody's cheering and kissing, including we have that, like, one lady with the beak nose. She kisses her girlfriend, which is great. Um, yeah, that was real. That was real cute. Um, you know, everybody's sad that Leia's dead, but you know, happy. But they're real happy that they and and Chewie getting that like medal was a little. <laughs> it was too much. It was too much. Yeah, and and even his like, even him like being devastated over Leia felt almost like an overact <laughs> as well. I mean, I know it's hard. Cause you're just like in a big furry suit and it's hard to emote. Like, I don't, I don't think he really has like in order for Chewie to act, he kind of has to flail around and yeah. just kind of be like, be like, Wah! like I, yeah. that was terrible. That was a terrible Chewbacca impression. I n- will never be able to do that. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, even with like, uh, like it, it just felt very Finn like, like, like when Chewie got captured and, yeah. and Finn was like, Finn was like, no, Joey! Like, he was, like, yeah. screaming. I was like, God, God, Calm save down. your vocal cords. It's like, save them. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, you know, a lot of very... But that's kind of how the movies are and, and were even. Like, they had those little cheesy moments. I mean, it's just... I don't know. It's expected. I, I mean, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, and then Ray goes to the... Um to the original place where it all began, which was Tatooine, um, to Luke's home on Tatooine. And yep. she buries the, uh, Luke and Leia's lightsabers, and she makes her own lightsaber, which is a yellow lightsaber, which is fantastic, because that's, that's something that I predicted her to have. 
So I was extremely excited that she had a yellow one. Um, and Which we, we hadn't seen one before, no, right? This is no. like the first yellow one. Yeah. That's cool. And, I, you know, to me, it feels like it's kind of a meld between the good and the light, um, the, the dark and the light, you know? Like, it's a middle Yeah, maybe. Color. I mean, what other... I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the, the, the dark side lightsabers are always just red, right? Yeah, yeah, so... I just think it's kind of like a, it's an evolution of that. And I think because she has, um, uh, she has both her and, and Ben now, like in her, because Ben died and she was like the dyad with him, like their life forces were tethered to each other. And so I feel like they kind of have to now live within each other. Like she's. She's both of them in a sense. Like, I'm not, you know, saying that that's what they alluded to, but that's just my reasoning of it. Yeah. And then, um, and then that, uh, little old lady comes by and says, like, no one's been around here in, in so long. What's mm-hmm. your name? Because people are always obsessed with names in the, in the Star Wars universe. I know. Well, it's, um, yeah. Okay. And, uh, they say, uh, she says, like, it's Ray, And then she goes, Ray, what? <laughs> Jesus, so, like, do so people important. really care that much? And then they even said it, like, in the in the festival, like, with, yeah. the, with the cute little girl. She's yeah. like, oh, this is my name. And so that's a beautiful name. And she's like, she'd be really honored to know yours. And it's just like, our names, like, our names just all of a sudden super important. I mean, yeah. I, that so that seemed a little weird. Like, the, the, the fact that there was this constant, like, obsession with your name and and ray not knowing where she came from and not connecting with her past that much yeah and i mean and honestly like i would have been happy if i mean it's it's fine that she chose skywalker i mean she really connected with the skywalkers and and in a way she is a skywalker but i mean i would have been fine with you know just ray you know ray solo (laughs) ray solo Um, yes um ray solo or 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 even i mean she should have owned it. Like, Ray Palpatine. Fuck, man. You know, just like, I'm, I'm a fucking Palpatine, but I'm not evil. Like, suck it. Like, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It was odd, because you, you're not expecting, because you're kind of, like, expecting her to, like, she looks over and she sees Luke and Leia as Force ghosts, and you're like, okay, you know, what, you know, what kind of ending was written here? Like, really, what was supposed to be the the ending to this like because i feel like it definitely doesn't have that um like because this story was rewritten so many times it kind of has like a sense of like there was something else that they wanted to do like was ben supposed to be there was he supposed to be a force ghost like it is not you know i don't yeah, know why wasn't he i mean why couldn't he have been there as a force ghost i mean that would have been cute Uh, yeah Um, like it's just kind of like well where does this come where do we go from here how are we supposed to make any conclusions from this ending you know where i guess it's just i wanted more i just wanted more endings and i wanted like more to to really mull over and chew on and it's just kind of unsatisfying for me in a sense because i'm you know a I'm very much interested in, in what Ray wants to do and who she wants to be. I, I don't know. Like, I guess you could say it is good, but I, I don't know. Yeah, no, completely understandable. I mean, it was definitely very, um, and 
I mean, for me, it was a satisfying enough ending. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I do like Ray. It would have been cool if they kind of alluded towards something else. But, you know, there probably isn't going to be anything else after this. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it almost makes me think, like, is there going to be almost like DC has the Snyder cut of the Justice League and the, the, <laughs> DC, the DC fans have been dying for that and they just keep asking for it? What if there's, like, a another cut <laughs> or, like deleted scenes or something that was that was a different ending like maybe those will be released at some point like who knows i doubt Um, it honestly like disney is not not into that especially kathleen kennedy like she just you know she's she's really got the dictatorship over the star wars franchise and whatever she says goes so there's a reason that the movies are the way that they are Okay, interesting. Um, I didn't know that. I don't know who this... Who is it? Kath, Kathleen? Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy? Kennedy. Yeah, she's the 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 number one producer of these new movies that have been coming out. And she's oh. she's the head of Star Wars, you know, under Disney. Oh, okay. And she worked, you know, on the original movies. She worked in, in the 70s as well. But... Um, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, she's just been a part of it, a part of it. And now she's the one who's... Um, the the spokesperson and the 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 Star Wars like be all end all like everything has to go through her and that's what happened when you know the two guys got fired from being on Solo um, the they just had created differences like they I think she wanted like they wanted something else and she wanted another thing and that's why they changed directors. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So you know, there's only so much they can do, and I think. Um, she has to, she has to give it the okay. Interesting. Well, that almost, like, limits the, the universe, almost. Um, Well, I think, like, what they're trying to do is Disney's trying to expand it. She wants it to be expanded, so she's thinking in all different ways. She's thinking about all sorts of things, and not necessarily just the, uh, the, like, the trilogy itself. She's like the, um, uh... Who's the guy who does the Marvel movies? The, you know, um... Oh, uh, Feige? Feige. She's like the Feige of Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we put our trust in your hands. (laughs) Continue. Continue to, since I now know that you exist. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so far removed from this. Um, okay. So, that is... Do we have anything else to talk about for the... Rise of Skywalker, or should we move on to uh, the plot keywords? Let's just move on to the plot keywords. Uh, yeah, we should probably end this episode. It's uh, <laughs> we're almost coming up to two hours. Um, okay, let's see. So the plot keywords for Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker are evil, Disney Star Wars, villain not really dead cliche, dark side. Puffy cheeks. Oh <laughs> my god! What's the puffy cheeks from? I don't know. What is that? What who is has, that? Who has puffy cheeks? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. The, I mean, uh, <laughs> Rose kind of has puffy cheeks in the second movie when she's crying about her sister. The 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 puppets on the on in the desert festival kind of had puffy cheeks. Oh yeah. But, they did. They did, Emily. Okay, it's probably that. What? But why? <laughs> so dumb. Okay, whatever. Um, 
so this got Let's... this got a 53 meta score which you know uh, not not too great not awesome. not too not yeah not awesome only three only three uh little snippets here on the metacritic thing uh, are green like only yeah. three um I- i'm sure there are more if you actually go to metacritic.com but the ones that they chose to show <laughs> all the rest of them are yellow Oh, man. I then one red. I'm going to read this 58 IndieWire because I think it's great. Um, With emerging rebel leader Ray, Daisy Ridley, providing a sturdy emotional foundation and billions of Disney dollars fueling an obviously stunning array of special effects, Rise of Skywalker doesn't squander every opportunity to dial up the thrilling nature of the epic at hand, but all that razzle-dazzle can't obscure a hollow core. Oh, my God. That is exactly... That's exactly what it is. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Uh, the rap uh, has a good one, too. I, I'm just reading all the... I really am interested in these uh, these different critic reviews of this movie. Uh, yeah, you want to read the rap or you want me to? Oh, you can read it. Uh, let's see. The rap gave it a 55. Uh, Abram certainly knows how to manipulate, but when he does it... You can see the strings. How much or how little you enjoy The Rise of Skywalker will rely almost entirely on whether or not you mind that every laugh and tear and jolt feels like it's coming right off a spreadsheet. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, this is why I said it felt kind of like Endgame, because Endgame yeah. kind of felt like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it totally it did. Was, it totally it did. It really did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I just, I gotta read another one. This, this 50 from Slash Film, I mean, I... Okay, after this we can read, like, the higher ones, but there's so much wasted potential here. As the story starts, draws to its big, loud climax, one fan service moment after another arises, you begin to get the (laughs) sense that Abrams is just checking off boxes and fulfilling a quota. There's no spark, no joy, no no life. If this truly is the end of the Skywalker saga, what an ignoble end it is. (laughs) Oh damn! These yeah. are hitting it. They're really—it's—it's—it's oh. it's, it's harsh. Oh man! Uh, I'm gonna read the New York Post. Okay. Uh, this is the highest one on this list that we could see. A seventy-five. Um, seventy-five. Um, although director J.J. Abrams tries his darndest to finish the job, conjuring up nostalgia like a TV medium, rise. Rise doesn't, oh, like Rise of Skywalker, doesn't feel like the last chapter of the biggest American movie franchise. It's just another well-made Star Wars flick. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, isn't completely wrong as well. I yeah. know, like, I agree, like... It's just, just another flick. I mean, that's kind of how I take them, is, like, just one <sighs> one movie at a time. Um, I, I, except yeah. for the very first first three, obviously. Um, yeah. Four, five, and six. Um that's kind of like that's what I felt like the ending was like that. Like I kind of felt like the ride was super fun and all, but like, you know, where <laughs> what like why aren't we seeing this kind of endgame epic proportions kind of situation where it like is mostly fake and like contrived and all in one movie, you know? Yeah. So Again, that's the problem with the three the three movies as a trilogy. They really should have been better at organizing them. And you know, the the first like three Star Wars films, like the old ones, are really good because they they have that through line of the Sith and Darth Vader and everything. And then this one, we just don't have a baddie. We don't have like not that you need that, but 
you know, the through line is Kylo Ren and Rey. And, like, that's what's important, you know? Yeah, that's the only thing kind of, like, tying this whole series together, which even then, like, it's not strong enough to hold it through to the end. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah. Th- there needs to be something more there. And, and yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yep. Right. Um, so everybody, we got some, we got some new stuff going on on our channel. Um, we recently joined Stitcher. So now we're on Stitcher. So you can find us on there and you can also find us on YouTube. I've been, um, slowly putting up all like 165 episodes of this podcast up on YouTube. So take a look out on there. It would really help us if you could just subscribe or if you could tell other people who watch YouTube instead of listening to podcasts on regular podcast apps, like, that would be very helpful. Yeah, and we're moving to YouTube because we do plan to do some live, possibly some live recordings of episodes in the future, and maybe even just filming ourselves doing a podcast so that you could also have a visual as well, um, which we think will be a lot of fun. So lots of lots of new stuff coming up in the future. Um, we're just, it's slow to get going. But yeah, definitely look for us on Stitcher and YouTube. And make sure um, to look for our, our new look as well that I, I made. <laughs> Yes, Alessandra did a beautiful job with the new logo. It is so cute. It is so us. It is so like old timey and perfect. Um, Alessandra, it's it's beautiful. It I'm really is. so glad that you like it. I I had so many different drafts of things, and I finally settled on that. So uh, eventually, we'll have some merch in in a store, and I will post that. Um, but until then, you can rate and review us on SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we would really appreciate, you know, reviews on those things so other people can find us. And you can message us with anything that you want um, to tell us. Did you like Star Wars Rise of Skywalker? Um, email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. And we also have various social medias. We have a Facebook page. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at All By The Popcorn Podcast and on Twitter at By The Popcorn. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Stay home, stay safe, stay healthy. And we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.